Okay, warriors, you are listening to Unqualified Therapists. Remember, stay wild and weird. Hey, warriors, this is Amy. And I'm Sarah. We started this podcast because mental health is complicated and the stigma surrounding it can make us feel alone. So we are here to share authentic stories in order to normalize and prioritize mental health. We believe in professional therapy. We both use it on our own healing journeys, but we also know it isn't one size fits all. So we are here to provide tools from our own experiences, as well as those from our guests and professionals that come on the show. Thank you for being here as we navigate the complexities of mental health and mental illness together. Remember, hold on, warriors. We're going to make it. everyone to another episode of the unqualified therapist how's everybody doing you doing good you feeling good out there still summer it is not it is fall this is the debate 92 degrees between between amy and i i amy is still in her summer attire she's got on this cute little black tank and skirt and i am wearing a grandma sweater cardigan (laughs) in I have a fear of the sun disappearing and it's very valid because we live in Pittsburgh for sure. So much so that I like couldn't be inside at all this weekend. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to go back outside. (laughs) Sometimes I would just go out and sit in the driveway and I got really excited when it started to get cloudy the other day. I was like, yes, yes, yes. This is what I need. I know. I love the fall. I love the fall. I love fall too. But I love the sun more. I know. I'm just going to come up with a really good plan for this winter. I'm not sure what it is yet, but I need a plan. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure out winter in Pittsburgh, how how we plan Ooh, maybe for... Maybe we'll give a how-to, yes. guys. And it's not just Pittsburgh because we have listeners everywhere. So mm-hmm. maybe there's some people listening in London. Yes, London. Give us <laughs> similar, your... Similar. Because we know you have similar, similar weather. weather that we do. Yeah. How do you get through? Mm-hmm. So yes, I've been... I am incredibly tan. <laughs> you are incredibly tan. But I feel like it's one of those things where I'm like storing up like a chipmunk for the winter. <laughs> you so, and Randy. So the vitamin D, I'm like yeah. just taking it mm-hmm. in. I'm like taking it in. I'm like, maybe this will just like, then it'll be able to like use it for the whole sustain. Rest. Yeah, sustain me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're like, take a supplement. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I, I feel that. Like I do need the sunshine and I do get this I have sad the yes, seasonal affective disorder for sure I do but um I when I get to the end of summer and once September 1st actually once August 1st hits I'm ready for spooky season and then once September is here I'm ready for fall and I just want all the cold weather to come not cold cold but I want the like sweater weather sweater weather but what's after the grossness after I just wanted to stay in that (laughs) okay okay I can get behind that but I just I'm having I'm just really holding on for dear life yeah and I'm gonna apologize to all you listeners my voice is kind of going so I have this like rasp thing going on (laughs) which sometimes comes off as monotone and I 
hate that. So I just, I'm sorry if it does, because it's like hard to inflect when it's <laughs> You should really definitely there. inflect and enunciate. Otherwise, <laughs> you get very confused. Yes, yes. <laughs> Confusion is fine. It's fine. But um, my birthday was last week, every single year. Since I was a small child, because my dad, this is just how I was brought up. Everything was a big deal. Everybody's birthday was a big deal. And I always like would bitch at Randy and be like, why didn't you plan something bigger for me? And why? <laughs> so, you know, there's the whole thing there. So this year he made like such a concerted effort and he started planning in like July. He's like, what do you want to do for your birthday? We're going to figure something out. And I just was like, I hit this whole existential crisis sector where I said, what am I doing with myself? <laughs> Who am I as a person? You're turning 42. Where are you going in your life? This is midlife, like legit midlife right here. And so I just didn't want to do anything. And I'll tell you what, it was one of the nicest birthdays I have ever had because there were no expectations. It was super chill. We went and made candles. <laughs> like, could there be more 42 year old like, way to celebrate? So. We went and made candles at Mix Candle Company in Pittsburgh and Lawrenceville. Super fun. Shout out to them. Um, we had Sarah randomly. Her name was Sarah, who was our little uh, person working there who was great. And then we had a drink at um, the Grapparia, which is like something I had to look up. I'm like, I don't know what grappa is, but it's an Italian mm -hmm. Something, something or other alcoholic beverage. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what the details are, but it was delicious. And then we had dinner at Kaya in Lawrenceville or in the Strip, actually. So go check that out if you want. It's like delicious, bougie. They have a whole um, gluten-free menu for Sarah. It is. It's phenomenal. I love it. That's because most Hispanic food is gluten-free mm -hmm. unless you're going flour tortilla. So it was delish, delicious, delightful, calming, and just nice and relaxing. And so I just wanted to give all of you out there, all of you big celebrators that feel like you have to like blow it out of the water for everything and everyone, I'm giving you permission to just not just be just chill and relax. If you want, if you want to go and blow it out and have a great time, do that because I am there too. Most of the time, this was like a first for me. And it felt really good. I just want to put that message out to you. In 44 years, I've never not had an existential crisis on my birthday. <laughs> so I just want you to know that no matter what anybody does, it will never actually like work. <laughs> but if you do nothing, I will be mad. Yes. I'm very difficult because it's just seriously, it's, it is. And this year, God, it's 45. Mm -hmm, Whoa. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how that happened. It's a little bit of a milestone. Yeah, it is a big milestone. Wow. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> I am thinking about habits and I read a lot of books now, but, and that's obviously one of the habits I've been trying to pick up, but I've also read two books about habits, trying to understand them, trying to instill them in my life and trying not to make something like a week long thing. But here's my question. How do you do more than one thing? August, I think I only missed two days. I got two miles in every other day, every day other than two times. That's a big deal for me. That's a huge deal. Huge deal. So I always did that. So I got my walk in. I was also supposed to practice the piano every single day. And then I'm also supposed to stretch after that and do some yoga. And then I'm also supposed to get to the gym three times. Well, two times and then once with my trainer. So it's three times a week. Like these are the habits that I want, but... 
how do you do all of them at once? I don't think you can. Especially this is like back to school. It's transition time. time You're adjusting. It's terrible. So I I just want to know. Actually, I'm just going to congratulate myself on my walking. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say, I think you need to be okay with the fact that you picked something up and you did it almost every single day. And that's a big deal. Yeah. In my book, that would be a win. And I think it should be in yours too. I'm going to call that a win. Yeah. We are, well, we had planned on a rhythm and a rhyme and a reason to our four episodes a month. And we've gotten a little bit off, but Every month we would like to have one that is, you know, Sarah focused and one that's Amy focused and we bring either a topic that interests us more than the other or something that we are actually really um, skilled in or we know a lot about the topic. So this week we are talking about chakras and Sarah has a lot of information about them. We've talked about them before on here, but perhaps we haven't gone as in depth as we will today. It's always good to like talk about it later just because we were in a different spot in life and so maybe that information even if it's the same information will come across in a different way I really hope so I have since completed a chakra therapeutics certification so I've learned a whole lot if you've never even heard of the word chakra promise I will make this very easy for you to understand and if you have and if you're familiar we're going to talk about all the different ways to remove blockages so you can live your best life and just really apply this information to you and how it works best for you so kind of the same as therapy and we'll you know talk about some things and integrating it in with other practices because the chakras are literally affecting your entire life and knowing about them and going to therapy and knowing where your blockages come from can really help you on all planes, on your energetic plane, on your physical plane, and on your mental space as well. Because if you've ever read The Body Keeps the Score, we know that our body actually holds on to all those traumas and things that we experience in life. And helping to remove blockages with our chakras is really going to help move that energy and help us move forward. So, See, it's sciencey as well as woo-woo. Yeah, exactly. All together. <laughs> That is what I love about it too. And a lot of times when I'm talking about chakras or like when I do a chakra workshop, people think more along the lines of something metaphysical is going to happen in this session. We're going to, because I, I am a chakra therapist, so we I have sessions with people, but they're actually more closely related to a talk therapy session than they would be a Reiki session or a yoga session or something like that. That's interesting. I don't know why I thought it was like a Reiki session. Most people do. They really do. And and I actually did as well when I started to learn about them. So for those who don't know what Reiki is, it is a healing technique that is based on the principle that the therapist can channel energy into the patient by means of touch or just hovering over. They don't have to touch. And that activates some natural healing processes in the patient's body, and it helps to restore physical and emotional health. Anyone can channel Reiki. Anyone can be a Reiki practitioner after going to the right certification courses and getting those kinds of trainings. It's not like psychics where you have to have some like gift that's you've been given from the universe. Well, I do think psychics would say that anyone could be a psychic as well. Do you think psychic or do you think just medium? I think medium. I guess psychic is telling the future. Yeah. I but I guess if we're channeling information. If, channeling, if you can channel the energy. Yeah from one place or mm -hmm. another place maybe if you're open to it if you've practiced that and been able to do that before I bet you can do both 
that's a whole conversation we should have with someone who has those gifts for sure I would love that I know maybe Mary Kathleen will come on that would be amazing we love her so what is a chakra So we're already familiar with our physical bodies, but this is our energetic body. Basically how our nerves send signals from our brain throughout our body. This is the flow of our energy throughout our body. Whether we're studying chakras or quantum physics, which I know Amy likes to learn about too and knows about from the TikTok world. Um. (laughs) I do. I know quite a bit. That then you, we know, and you're if you're familiar with that, if you follow that at all, then you know that we have energetic bodies and they go by a lot of different names. There's ki, mana, prana, all those words. If you hear those, that's related to our energetic bodies. And so, our physical bodies have this overlapping web of systems like our nervous system, our musculoskeletal system that's so hard to say. Uh, <laughs> and then, our energetic bodies are also layered as well. If you've ever heard of things like aura photography or seeing somebody's auras, you can actually physically see the layers of our energetic bodies when you're looking at somebody's auras, which is really cool. I have so many questions about that. I was like, I can tell you guys. Like, you know, like how Dr. Katie gets those pictures taken. I mean, how? (laughs) So quick tip on if you want to see somebody's aura, if you stare at them against a white background so like behind you is that white door so if I stare at you long enough and kind of let my eyes unfocus and then refocus I should be able to see sort of a a little color outline around you and that's your aura and then each color signifies something different and those are related to the chakras because the seven chakras each has their own color it is kind of equivalent to the physical body's bloodstream so all living things every living thing including a plant animal trees earth all of them all us we all have chakra systems there are seven major chakras in the body and they're each associated with a specific organ a gland a physical function they're also associated with emotional mental and spiritual issues as well So at home, if you're not driving, if you're doing something else besides driving, (laughs) if you want to be able to feel your chakras, you can hold your hands about an inch apart and with your palms facing each other and you can feel the warmth and energy between your hands. What? So you can feel that exchange between your hands. I'm doing it. Yes. And you can. Yeah. And you can actually play with it a little bit. You can pull your hands apart and stretch the energy a little and you can pull it further and further and still feel it. You can bring it back together. And feel the energy. And the more you move, you can feel that energy moving between your palms. That's wild. Isn't that cool? That's so wild. (laughs) I always feel like I have to rub my hands together after I do it. So that's a good way to just be able to be in touch and know that you can feel that energetic. Oh, my hands are buzzing now. The energy between (laughs) your hands. So like pools of water, if you have blockages, like rocks stopping water from moving, Things will start to leak, they'll start to erode, they'll get stagnant, like that gross water that just sits and it starts to cause issues. And the same is true of blockages in our chakras. So I like to think of them like pools of water that need to flow thoroughly throughout your body. And if they get stuck, then it gets yucky and then things start to malfunction on all all different kinds of levels. It's a great word for it. (laughs) Malfunction, (laughs) error. This is one of my favorite words um, to say. We have our flow system is the Nadi's system, but it's (laughs) N-A-D-I-S. And so the three systems in there are the Pingala, which is the masculine energy, and that's on your right side. And so it flows starting to go around the right side in a spiral. 
that's your solar energy that's attached to your physical body and your sympathetic nervous system. So your fight or flight. Uh, how I remember it is Pingala, you know, your peen. That's masculine. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the Ida, which is IDA. That is the feminine energy. That's your left side. It's your lunar energy. It's your mind and spirit, your parasympathetic nervous system, your rest and digest. And just all of those things are so feminine. So that just helps me to remember where that oh comes from. Goodness, and they break so easily. I know they do. <laughs> so that fl flows in a spiral around the left side. And then the center, all the way from your spine, from the base of your spine through your crown of your head, is the shashumna. It's so fun to say. And that's the center flow. And they wrap around it. So, like when you see the medical staff with the snakes wrapped around it, that's what the Nadi's system looks like. So it's the shashumna down the center, and then the pinga around the right, and the ida around the left. Pingala around the right. So if you want to ever breathe energy into your masculine or feminine side, you can always close off the one nostril that's not associated with it and breathe through that nostril to help re-energize that part of your energetic body system. We are going to start at the beginning, which is our root. And the Sanskrit word for that is muladhara. That's responsible for our feelings of safety and security. So it's found at the base of the spine. It's associated with the color red, with the element earth, and the affirmation I am. So you can have some body effects. If you have things that hurt like your base of your spine, your legs, your bones, your feet, your rectum, your immune system, your large intestines, all of those are associated with the root chakra. So when you have issues here, this could be something that if you had insecurity at all in your life, even as a child, you can carry that with you through to adulthood. So if you had any sort of abuse that happened, or you didn't have food security or home safety, then the root chakra can be affected and still into adulthood. I think of it as like your basic needs are not being met. Right, exactly. When we were struggling financially, mm -hmm. <laughs> my of, feet... I think people told you too that your root chakra... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the bones in my feet, just I couldn't step out of bed or step up. Like every time I would stand up, the bones in my feet would like send sharp pains throughout. It was wild. So when we're in balance with our root chakra, we're connected to nature, we are grounded. We understand that we have all we need to be provided for. We have healthy connections to our family and we feel safe. But when we're out of balance, it's ungrounded. We feel disconnected from mother nature. There can be discord within family or family wounds. You could not feel basic primal needs are met like food, clothing, shelter, love. You're functioning out of fear and you feel unsafe. So this is the question I have all the time about the root chakra and different people give some different varying answers. I feel like if my root chakra is out of whack, then really nothing is in whack. In whack. So it's scientific, Amy. Listen, in whack is the best explanation. <laughs> I know. Like, Yeah. You know, isn't that like also like Maslow's hierarchy of yeah. needs, right? It's very similar. So, mm -hmm. you know, if you have, if you're, if you're not stable and you're not feeling secure in very physical ways, tangible ways, mm -hmm. I should say, it's really hard to move past that into the rest of them. It really is. And, you know, like I was saying with the pools of water, if it's stuck at the bottom, how does the rest of the body, how do the rest of the energetic yeah. body get that water? So yes, uh, can you function and be okay in the other chakras? Of course, but can it make it more difficult for everything else? Absolutely. So yes, the root chakra is 
in my opinion, the most important to focus on if you're not feeling good. That was good. my opinion too. Yes. <laughs> so there's lots of physical dysfunction that can happen. Sciatica issues, varicose veins, hemorrhoids, constipation, those types of things. Depression is a part. Depression kind of sneaks its way into all of these though. Because why not? Sneaky <laughs> bastard. Yeah, You can take that out. <laughs> no way. Because <laughs> it is a sneaky bastard. So we talked about some possible causes, but it could just be if you're living with any type of fear, any fear in your life. And if you're living with any type of guilt that's really plaguing you, then we're going to want to look at that root chakra. Moving on to the next one is our sacral chakra. And that is Svadhisthana. They're so fun to say. I'm just going to leave that part to you. You keep on having fun over there. Okay. That was one of my most favorite parts of getting my yoga certification was like learning all the Sanskrit. So this is connected with our sexual reproduction, our emotions and our creativity and our passion. So it's located about two inches below the navel. It's associated with the color orange, the element water and the affirmation I feel. So in the body, it's in the womb, genitals, lower vertebrae, your pelvis, appendix, bladder, hips, kidneys, that whole section and area of your body. When your sacral chakra is in balance, you feel you're in your flow of creativity. You are in touch with pleasure. You're able to express feelings in a healthy way. You feel connected to your emotional aspects of so sexuality and not just the physical. And you feel at peace with abundance and have healthy relationships with money. I would love to know somebody who's feeling awesome in their sacral chakra. My sacral has has been the one that if I were to get Reiki or I were to have someone, you know, talk to me or whatever. Yeah. Sacral is always the one that's out of whack for mm -hmm. me. I don't know if it is anymore. I feel much more open to all of those things. And while like sexuality was part of it, I think a big part was not being creative mm. I spent so many years surviving that like right I wasn't able to do the things that I was born to do creatively right and that when you stifle that it feels like you just stifle the mm -hmm. sacral chakra yeah I felt like I could get into the flow of creativity but it took a lot of effort and I've always been super connected to the emotional aspect of sex I think I have a hard time getting outside of that sometimes where I wish I could just like have some fun. <laughs> it's another conversation for another day. Yeah. We haven't done that conversation in a while. We need to have that again. I saw that actually when I was looking through our episodes. I was like, we, sh we need to do another sex yes. episode. That was a good one. The yes. sound was not good. No. But it was a good one. Yeah. When it's not in balance, you can have difficulty expressing your feelings. You can be out of touch with pleasure. You can hold on to unprocessed anger feel stifled in your creativity. You can also, with that, feel resentment for not being able to put creativity out in the world. And I feel like that's affected you at some yes. points. Um, you can have relationship issues, reproductive issues, and then feeling shame and have money issues. Isn't shame such a bitch? Sure is. The physical dysfunction that comes along with that is chronic lower back pain, sciatica, gynecological problems, and then you can have some uterine, bladder, kidney problems as well. And then the mental and emotional issues that crop up from it is some guilt, blame, money issues, sexual issues, issues with power and control, creativity issues, and then honor and relationship. And some of those energy blocks can come from if you've had any sexual abuse or sexual trauma, things like that can really put a damper on work in that sacral chakra. Moving up to two inches above the navel, we come to the solar plexus or the Manapura chakra. And that's associated with your personality, your self-esteem and your sense of worth. It's your power. This is like your personal power. It's my favorite. 
<laughs> I do really like this one. Yes. I especially like uh, when I talk about it in booty yoga because I'm like, release your power. Yes. <laughs> like, Tap into that power, let baby. Let go. It's right there. <laughs> yes. It is associated with the color yellow. Its element is fire, and the affirmation is I can. And I think it's because I've needed to tap into this so hard, and it's one I'm not afraid to. Like the others, I know I need to work on, but I'm like, that's really hard. <laughs> um, this one goes to the body, in the body, to your abdomen, stomach, upper intestines, your liver, gallbladder, spleen, and middle spine. When it's in balance, we feel whole and centered with who we are. We know our self-worth. Who knows your self-worth? Me. <laughs> Me. We're just saying it. We're going to say it. I know my self-worth. I'm worthy. I know it way more than I used to. Same. How about that? Yes. Yes. I don't even hesitate to say, like, I definitely do. I could mm -hmm. come into it more. Yes. But I know. Right. Cultivate your personal power. You are in touch with your inner warrior. You balance between spiritual and material worlds. You develop tolerance and acceptance of yourself and others, and you feel an inner peace and calm. When it's not in balance, we feel a need to dominate and control. We have a great need for prestige and keeping up appearances. You have feelings of inadequacy, no self-respect. You can manifest hatred and self-hatred. You can also give up your power to others, boo, and lose your <laughs> sense of self. <laughs> Physically, it can affect you with arthritis, gastric ulcers, colon and intestinal problems, diabetes, pancreatitis, indigestion, eating disorders, liver or adrenal dysfunction, fatigue, and then in mental and emotional issues, you can have some trust issues, fear, you can lack self-esteem, self-confidence, self-respect, have issues making decisions. Good God, I feel like I, no matter what, I will always have issues making decisions. And not all of these... These could all be separate from that, sure. you know, yes. it's, it's just kind of giving you some ideas of, you know, what could possibly be going on. And it's interesting because uh, they all have some um, stomach issues uh -huh. that go through all of mm -hmm, them. Mm -hmm. And so that's, you know, uh, you know, we've all known that's a problem for me. Um, Same not here. Not anymore since the walking. Woohoo! Uh, but you're I moving think, energy throughout your body. Yes, I, th I truly think that's what it is. Yeah. I think that constant movement has really like, I, that's how I feel. I do feel like I can feel everything moving, mm -hmm. like the blood actually going through and the energy moving through. What I meant to say is just that, so not all of these are going to happen if you're having an imbalance in that area, right. but exactly. there are some of them and you, it could just like, and you know, it'll jump out at you, mm -hmm. whichever ones you're supposed to hear. Right. So when you hear it, just always trust your instinct, <laughs> trust your gut. Yes. Because you know what's mm -hmm. going on in your body. Yeah. The last one I want to make sure I mention with solar plexus, because it is something that I used to struggle with, and that is a sensitivity to criticism. We are feeling our personal power. We are saying, I can. We're moving on up to the center of the chest where it glows nice and green for our heart chakras. The heart is anahata, and it is the higher self connection to both the physical and spiritual love. All love, all forgiveness, love for others and self. It is at the center of the chest. It is associated with the color green, the element of air, and the affirmation, I love. So for your body, it'll be around the area, affect around the areas of the heart, circulatory system, lungs, shoulders, arms, ribs, breasts, and diaphragm. 
When it's in balance, we feel fully connected to ourselves. We can cultivate joy easily. We love and accept ourselves and others. We give and receive love genuinely, and we have compassion for ourselves and others. When it is not in balance, we do feel disconnected from self. We have difficulty loving ourselves and others. We don't feel deserving of love. We're out of touch with who we are, and we have lack of connection to self. And I can remember, I just want to quickly say this because it's so accurate. When I was deep in experiencing depression, I had never felt so physically disconnected from my body than I did at that time. I did not feel deserving of love. I felt like a burden. It was all of these things connected to my heart chakra. And there was a lot of grief and and hurt that was going on in that. I wonder if... um the disassociation that happens during those times because you're not connected to your body at all. No. And so how could you possibly feel the love for yourself or any self-worth? Yeah. The possible energy causes of the energy block for your chakra for this is repressed heartache and grief. So those are the things that really affect it. And those were things that I had repressed the heartache and grief. That's why we always (laughs) talk about it. Yes. Um, But those can cause physical dysfunction for heart failure, heart attack, heart disease, asthma and allergies, lung cancer, breast cancer. And (laughs) I always think about that. I'm like, I wonder, you know, but can't you can't go to can't dive too deep into those things, because if I had healed myself in that area, would I have not had breast cancer? Who knows? I probably would have had it anyways. It was a journey I needed to go through. Mental and emotional issues that are associated with it are resentment, grief, self-centeredness, loneliness, issues for giving people or yourself, issues with compassion for others and yourself. Now we're going to Amy's favorite. Dremel, please! (laughs) (laughs) The throat chakra. Vishuddha. This is your true, authentic voice where faith and understanding meet. I love that blend. It is the first of the spiritual chakras. So the rest are physical attached to like more of a physical part of your body. The throat is the first of your spiritual. It's located at the front and the base of your neck. It is associated with the color blue sound and the affirmation I speak. And with your body, it's attached to your throat, trachea, vertebrae, mouth, teeth, gums, esophagus, shoulders, arms, and hands. When it's in balance, we have a strong will to live. We are able to follow our dreams. We speak our truth. We say what we mean and we mean what we say. We express ourselves easily, creatively, and authentically, and we listen to our inner voice. And this is something that's not really seen a lot with the throat chakra. People don't recognize this, but you have to find that balance between silence and speech. Because we think with our throat chakra, we just have to speak it all, but you really don't. You have to know when to say, what to say, and how to say it. When it is not in balance, we have difficulty speaking our truth or expressing ourselves. We feel silenced and judged for what we say. And we feel out of alignment with who we are and out of touch with our will to live. So, Well, if there was anything that described my past, there it was. (laughs) There is is a a balance. There is um, a way to do this that you learn after you bust through. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's really learning like you said, when to speak, when not to speak, but also how to speak so that others can listen. Right. And then times when you just need to say it and it doesn't really matter how it's received. Right. And just really kind of weighing all of that and playing with it a little bit. 
I would say that this chakra has saved me, healed me. Like it really has by opening it up, but it's also gotten me into loads of trouble. But <laughs> what do they call that? Good trouble. Yeah. Trouble that served a purpose. Absolutely. The physical dysfunction, and I'm wondering, as I'm doing this and I got to throat chakra, I was like, hmm, I wonder if there's something I'm supposed to say that I haven't said that I'm holding back because a raspy or sore throat is part of the dysfunction. And I get raspy every once in a while. And it's not normal for me because I am a singer. And so I know how to use my voice strongly without losing it. So I'm just wondering, hmm. Mouth ulcers, gum difficulties, TMJ, stiff neck, scoliosis, swollen glands, and thyroid problems. The mental and emotional issues that can come along with it are personal personal expression, issues following one's dreams, issues using personal power to create choice, and capacity to make decisions, addiction, issues with judgment, and issues with faith. So possible causes of the blockage of the energy in your throat chakra can be withholding or swallowing words and suppressing your creative talents. So when you were suppressing your creative talents, it was affecting your sacral chakra and your throat chakra. Sacral from the physical aspect, throat from the spiritual. Wild. And what's even more wild, because this truly is, you know, even though it is energy and you think that you can't see it, I couldn't stretch my neck. Mm. So when I would try to do some poses, I couldn't get it past like this point. And so it's interesting because your body is like also restricted in that way Mm -hmm. and not able to move. Now I can go all the way back. Nice. (laughs) Full camel. Full camel pose. The next is our third eye chakra and that is the Anja chakra. It's our sixth sense. It's our center of wisdom and our intuition. And I've really been trying to tap in and clear this sucker out for me because I feel like I don't listen to my intuition and I second guess myself all the time. It's located between your eyebrows. It's associated with the color indigo, the element of light, and the affirmation, I see. In your body, it is attached to your brain, nervous system, eyes, ears, and nose. When it is in balance, we invite our intuition in, and we use our awareness for everyday use. We trust our intuition and feel confident acting upon it, and we feel in touch with our gift of receiving intuitive information and our sense of clairvoyance. When it's not in balance, we focus only on intellect. We reject any and all spiritual aspects of ourselves. We don't trust our intuition. We're only able to see our physical reality, that black and white thinking, and we fear our inner wisdom. Physical dysfunction can be neurological disturbances, blindness, deafness, full spine difficulties, headaches, blurred vision. Emotional and mental will be Issues with the truth, intellectual abilities, feelings of inadequacy, issues being open to others' ideas, and we cannot learn from experiences, and so we get sent the same experiences over and over again until we learn from them. Oh my goodness. (laughs) It's something that I like to reiterate to myself Mm -hmm. often, and then to those closest to me, I do not tell this to people who are not like my closest friends, because that's a really hard thing to say to someone like if you don't learn this lesson now, right, you're going to have to relive it. And then I always like to say, and I also have to relive it. (laughs) Can we please take a look? What is the lesson? (laughs) And I expect fully that they say it back to me because going through it over and over is exhausting. Mm -hmm. It is. It really is. Learn the lesson. Mm -hmm. 
So the possible cause of this energy block can be a lack of trust in one's intuition. And so if you've been burned before in the past, I can totally see that's where it'll come from. You'll all of a sudden just have this blockage where you're just like, nope, not going to trust that again. Not going to trust myself. But just always trust your gut. And tip, because Amy and I were always like, how do we know if it's our gut, our intuition, or if it's our anxiety? And what was the tip we were told? If it's our anxiety, we feel our heart is racing. We feel like a physical uneasiness uneasiness with it. And if it's... If it's your gut, you feel very peaceful, very yes. calm, very like zen-like. And I always say when I'm talking about this chakra, like it's what you already know. Right. You already... It's a knowing that you have inside of you and we're just like opening that up for you to hear it mm -hmm. and so our last chakra is the crown chakra sahasrara it's so fun to say sahasrara sahasrara <laughs> did i get it close yes i'm close there's a rara at the end <laughs> rara, rara. Ta -ta. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> this is our connection to the divine and our higher selves too so this was something i did not understand i couldn't understand crown chakra until i really just studied hard on the chakras and learned okay, all about cool, it because I don't want to yes. study hard on it tell us <laughs> it is located at the top and center of the head it's associated with the colors purple white and gold so it's the only one that has more than one color associated with it it is along with the element of thought and the affirmation I know it goes along with your muscular system skeletal system your skin your cerebral cortex and central nervous system when it's in balance, you can live the idea that we are all connected. That was a concept that took me years mm -hmm. to come, come into and understand. We understand that we're all reflections of the divine in our higher selves. We trust our connection to the divine. And divine can be anyone's definition of universe, divine, God, Buddha, whomever it is that you... The earth. The earth. Yes. It, you just replace whatever, that word yeah. with whatever it is that you mm -hmm. are... Yes. Something bigger than us spirituality your spiritual entity we understand that we are more than just our physical bodies and we're able to elevate our consciousness when it's not in balance we feel connected disconnected from the divine god universe we may hold anger for god we have trouble trusting our path trusting our lives we could feel depression feel alone and not satisfied with life and we can hold on to anxiety and fear it can cause energetic disorders, depression, exhaustion that isn't tied to a physical disorder, extreme sensitivity to light, sound, and environment, confusion. Can that be on its own? <laughs> I just gave Amy a face because when I said I it. I have, I am a highly sensitive person. She has HSP, a lot. right yes, here. Yes. I don't know if that has to do with my, I will not say that it doesn't, but I wonder. I wonder as well. The mental and emotional issues that can arise can be issues of trusting life. You can have a lack of values and ethics, lack of courage, cannot see the bigger picture, um, no inspiration, and then some sort of lack of spirituality. Possible cause of energy blocks here can be unresolved anger with the divine, which we both experience, mm -hmm. um, lack of trust in life or the divine. So I told you all these things, but how do we get that energy moving and how do we work through it? Does the crown chakra connect it all or is it just instead of connecting it all, it's more about the idea that we are all connected? It is more about the idea that we are all connected to one another. So hmm. I think about, I learned about the conversations that trees have with one another. Right, right. And so how deeply into the earth, physically, mm -hmm. scientifically, this is science now, we're not talking woo-woo things, that roots go down and that trees can actually talk to one another. 
and that there's a certain tree um, that giraffes like to eat. And so the trees will communicate to one another to that tree will then put out a certain bad tasting substance on its leaves so that the giraffes will stop eating it so that you'll see that the trees progressively get more lush as they go because the trees have com- oh, they communicated to, to one another. Wow. Isn't that wild? That so is wild. That's our crown chakra. Our okay. crown chakra is our connection to everything and everyone mm-hmm. and the divine and being open to that and knowing that. Because I think that's a hard concept for people. It is really hard. It's taking me. It's taken me a long time to mm-hmm. really get it. And I wouldn't say that I fully get it because I don't know if we ever fully get it. But I right. do. I do have an understanding, and I do feel it to a certain extent. But always open to like growing that. I will just give an, another um, flashback to my episode about um, psilocybin, and that really helped me to see the connection with everything. I am not condoning or saying that you go do it. Medical advice, not a doctor, all the things. Okay. (laughs) Read the bottom of our show notes. Yes. Working with our chakras. There are so many ways to work with your chakras. Um, Some of the methods are yoga, affirmations, meditation, crystals, essential oils, obviously some behavioral changes, therapy, um, Reiki, acupuncture, food and diet, and then sound healing. And so I've given you the affirmations as we went through for each one. Um, crystals. I'll just kind of give you one for each at the moment for your root. You're going to want to look for some red Jasper for your sacral carnelian for your solar plexus serpentine for your heart malachite or rose quartz for your throat lapis lazuli or sodalite for your third eye amethyst and for your crown selenite and if you are a patreon member you can go on and see all of these things and more i'm going to put up an entire presentation that i do as part of my workshops Yay. for all of our patreons i was gonna say are we giving away a yes. downloadable if they do yes. they, you know, they sign up <laughs> yes um, there's also going to be a whole yoga sequence for your chakra healing Ooh. so you can actually do it by yourself on there and then i am going to upload a chakra meditation for you to do as well so there's lots of goodies for this chakra episode for you to do because I don't want to leave you out there with not knowing how to get through because there are certain poses for each chakra to do that help to move the energy and get all those blockages removed there are so many tools available to you in your healing journey it's really up to you on what path you take whatever path you choose you are correct and you can keep moving and keep trying through each of them and finding you know, what's best for you. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. And if you are hesitant and then that's okay, don't do it. But if you are (laughs) hesitant and curious, I would just suggest trying it. We talked about this last time we visited the chakras. Every time that I do a sequence or I do some sort of healing around it, I open up my chakras. I feel lighter Mm-hmm. I feel energized mm-hmm. and I think I look different. Remember mm-hmm. the photos? Yes. Yeah, I agree. It really does light you up mm-hmm. and it's just like invigorating and really getting everything going. Head to patreon.com backslash unqualified therapists Inc. And you'll find all these tools and tricks. I will upload a couple of them onto Instagram. I'm not going to leave everybody out. (laughs) Um, So we'll put the affirmations and some crystals on there for you to see so that you can reference for it. So you don't have to like write things down off of this. Um, But I just, I just want to say that I've watched it work. Like Amy said, I felt it work. 
um, I did a chakra meditation session and the woman, when I got to the throat chakra, started coughing kind of uncontrollably. Wow. And I felt bad, but it also made me smile really big because yeah. I was like, it's working. It's clearing yeah. out her throat chakra. And after she was like, thank you so much. I felt this, the blockage, the stuckness there. Oh my goodness. And it just, she just felt so much better afterwards. So these things do work. We all, like I said, are full of energies and we need to get those things moving in order for ourselves to be our best selves and live our best lives. So I hope that little like 101 quick session on each one helps. I love it. Good. I love it. And again, it's a tool in your toolbox that maybe you didn't have already. And when you walk into a store and you're like, what are these crystals or what are they talking <laughs> yeah. about? You know a little bit. Right. And you know maybe what you're looking for and what you would like to try. So thank you, Sarah. Absolutely. Um, so like I said, there is going to be a full workbook on Patreon. What? On Patreon. <laughs> what? Yes. You know, we say we do put a lot this stuff on Patreon, full episodes that are not you can't find other places and videos and those sorts of things. But really, truly, we want you to just join our community there. What that is, is that's helping us to further our purpose and what we're doing here with a mental health podcast and merely helping us to just keep the mics on because, mm -hmm. you know, it isn't something that we are necessarily making money off of. We're just paying the bills exactly. to put the podcast out. <laughs> yes. To make sure we get this out to you each week. Um, so thank you for coming back each week and listening. We appreciate you and your ears. And we hope that if you enjoy our episodes and you learn something and you want to share it and it makes you think of somebody, tell that person. Yeah, send them the episode. Yes, we would love that. And share us with anyone you can think of. We would really appreciate it. I would also love some reviews. If you can find us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google, you can leave a review in any of those locations can also do that on our website unqualifiedtherapists.com they make our day they do make our they day. really do the reviews are the best ever and we are just so appreciative of them we love it when you leave a voicemail on our website at www.unqualifiedtherapists with an s at the end.com and especially when you join us over at patreon Yes. All of these things also help us make us more visible to others mm -hmm. to find us. So that's what we want to do. Get the word out, spread the word, break down the stigma surrounding mental health, make it okay to talk about these things, these woo woo things that sometimes people are like, what the hell are you talking about? Well, here we are. We're talking we about are. chakras this, this time. We talk about everything. <laughs> All right. We will see you next week, folks, and happy back to school time. Hope you all are surviving. Sarah's hoping for some spooky weather soon. Yes. I'm basking in 90 degrees. <laughs> Who knows what it will be when you're listening to this. It could right. have shifted completely. So we hope you have a wonderful week and that you stay wild. And Weird Warriors, we love you. This episode was brought to you by Sarah Simone and Amy Baumgartner. Theme song and other music provided by Epidemic Sound. All episodes are mixed, mastered, and produced by me, Sarah Simone. To help us keep making episodes just like this one, consider supporting us on patreon.com slash unqualifiedtherapistsinc. Or share us with a friend, relative, coworker, hairstylist, butcher, baker, candlestick maker. Sharing us not only helps keep the mics on, but it furthers our mission in removing the stigma. If you have a mental health journey you'd like to share, email us at unqualifiedtherapists at gmail.com or reach out to us on our website, www.unqualifiedtherapists.com. Until next time, hold on, warrior. We're gonna make it. Hallelujah.